0: Hello, and welcome into another edition of the Fight Club Power Rankings Podcast. Proudly a part of the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated Podcast Network. Thanks for tuning in as always. We had a fantastic week six in the Fight Club League. Very exciting overall. Just a great week. Just got finished listening to the... Pump Fake Podcast. Uh, fantastic episode as always. It was a little too short for my liking. It could have been longer, I thought, but great episode. A couple of topics that we need to get into before the power rankings. Uh, first off, I need to apologize to my fellow media members on the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated podcast network. You all are right. I did not do my research when it came to Alex Cook's claims. I should not have trusted him. He was dead wrong. And it was embarrassing for him, but also embarrassing for me. Um, I did not look into it at all. I did not vet it. I just simply took his statement and thought of it as fact, and it turned out to not be true. So that was my fault. The second topic is the... Much debated, highly publicized, ongoing, de- ongoing investigation into the Marcus Perkins organization, Leviana Prayer uh, franchise, and I gotta say, it is not looking good for Mark N. So bear with me here. We're gonna go back in chronological order, through group me messages, through events that have happened over the past week or so, and just kind of shed light on. Mark's interactions, his defenses for himself, and see where we get to. So to start, as soon as the investigation was made public, of course, Mark denies any wrongdoing. You know, flat out, you know, this is ridiculous, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Which, I don't think you can read into that at all. I think whether he was innocent or guilty, I think he would have denied. I think that's the move, no matter what. Um, If you're innocent, of course, you've done nothing wrong, so you think it's ridiculous that you're being investigated. And if you're guilty, you're trying to, you know, cover up, you're going to deny also. So I don't think that there's really anything we can read into uh, when it comes to that. So let's look at the next response from Mark. He gets pretty defensive in the group me. He starts lashing out at me, starts calling me a bigoted commissioner, you know, questioning if I'm racist, Uh, doing this because of the color of his skin, you know, yada, yada, yada. And to me, this is kind of a suspicious response. First off, I never formally accused Mark of anything. All I said was that an investigation was ongoing uh, because of some rumors that had started and we were going to look into it. So the fact that one of Mark's first reactions is to get defensive and start accusing me of things... Um, it's not a good look. And, you know, secondly, the way in which he did it is also, I think, cause of some concern. You see, Mark lashes out at me, accused, basically accuses me of being racist, um, only because I am a white male. Um, you know, we're seeing this a lot nowadays where white males are being targeted, For um, the actions of people in the past, the actions of certain individuals, and honestly, it's it's just racial profiling. And I think that Mark is being racist towards me and automatically accusing me of being some sort of bigot, some sort of racist, just because of the color of my skin. So, personally, I am pretty offended by Mark's comments. Um, I think that they were, at least on some level, um, a form of racism, and. I think that's a little bit shady and certainly not ethical. So what happens after that? Well, a few days go by. You know, certainly Mark is contemplating in his head. You know what his next response is going to be towards the investigation. You know he's cooperating, and um, then he, you know, kind of makes a sudden announcement. Certainly something that I don't think any of us were was expecting. And the timing of it is certainly questionable. Um, he announces that he's going to be moving across the country to California. Basically packing up his entire life, packing up his entire uh, business, um, enterprise, franchise, and moving offices. Moving across the country to a place that you know none of us are probably ever going to go and visit. And you have to wonder... Is it a coincidence that this announcement comes just a few days after the formal investigation begins? It's certainly questionable. And I definitely, you know, have some suspicion that he's running from something. He's trying to hide things. He's trying to cover things up. He's trying to get away from this investigation that's certainly not concluded yet. And that's just, to me, very suspicious. So that brings us to the events of this morning where Mark is responding to the latest Pump Fake podcast. And he's talking about, you know, how it's difficult, you know, with all the financial matters he's got going on, moving across the country, things like that. And to me, this comes off as kind of prepping an excuse. He's saying, you know, I've got this big change ahead of me, which coincidentally is coming a few weeks or a few days after the investigation starts. But if you've got any questions, if you find anything in the investigation, you know, I might not have time to answer those questions because I'm busy moving across the country and completely uphauling my life, which to me, again, I think is kind of coincidental. So then he goes on to make an announcement, a press release stating that he will donate half of the revenue he gets from his fantasy games this season to charity to support um, poor people, minorities, things like that. Um, He didn't specifically name any charities, but we can assume that they would be for a good cause. And then, uh, when questioned, when asked, okay, well, Mark, you have... $5 of revenue from your fantasy football games this year based on the bet that Mark and I made on our matchup. He netted $5 from that gambling revenue on fantasy football. Um, Technically, he is required to report that in his uh, IRS tax return, and that means that he would need to donate $2.50 to charity. And so, when questioned about that, you know, he said, Well, We don't really want to post receipts. We're humble. You know, we're not going to do that. And I don't think anybody believed him when he said that um, that was the reason why he didn't want to post the receipt. Obviously, he's just not going to donate the $2.50. He's just making a claim, saying that he's going to support charities and donate to the poor, and then just trying to take the good... Um, virtue signaling that comes from that while not actually doing it and keeping all the revenue for himself. So when I told Mark to hire a publicist, I did not mean just go out and start making reckless claims of donating half of your revenue from fantasy football to charity, especially if you're not going to back it up. He thinks that the members of the Fight Club League, the members of the media, are stupid. He thinks that they're pushovers. He thinks that They're just going to take his word for it and believe whatever he says. But I don't think that Mark understood, or maybe he forgot that he's already got revenue. And also that if he did end up winning the league, he would have $120 of revenue. And this statement would mean that he would need to donate $60 to charity. And I'm not sure if Mark would do that. We would certainly like to know which charity he would send these things to. We would like to see some sort of receipt for proof so that we could verify his moral standing, but I just don't see any of that happening. So after Mark gets questioned about this, you can see that he clearly starts scrambling. He's trying to bring up any possible thing, any little detail he can think of that could somehow prove that you know he's an upstanding member of this league and he starts talking about his private golf range and how he's taking league owners out to this golf range and claiming that as charitable. Now, for me when I look at this, I view it, you know, kind of as the opposite. I mean, here's someone who has access to a private golf range, obviously is very wealthy, obviously owns this fantasy football team, this franchise and here he is, not even willing to donate $2.50 to charity. And instead, he's taking out other owners, other people who I would say, you know, are fairly well off. And socializing and just playing playing golf. You know, every all the uh, rich business owners, the elite class, they're all known for playing golf. They're all known for playing golf together. And I don't see Mark as any different from this. He's, you know, taking advantage of people. He's not being charitable he's not donating any of his um, excess resources instead he's just spending his days on the golf course on private exclusive uh, ranges and you know just living it up and so then mark scrambling from topic to topic as he's clearly panicked starts bringing up uh claiming that he's given me free personal training sacrifice blood sweat and tears to wake up at 5 a.m all while raising a newborn puppy to assist me in my fitness journey and all that for not a single dime. Well, what Mark didn't tell you is the full story. In fact, he didn't even tell you half the story. Here was a situation when me and Mark were working out in the morning, early in the morning, waking up at 5 a.m. You know, Mark had actually entered into a contractual agreement with Brandon Fox stating that he would pay Brandon Fox money... To come work out with him. And to come work out with him for a specific amount of time, a specific number of days, without missing. And he claimed that this was for Brandon's benefit, basically calling Brandon fat, body shaming him. But really what he wanted was just someone to work out with him. He wanted to pay somebody so that he didn't feel bad about himself working out on his own. He wanted somebody to accompany him. He wanted you know, just to have some sort of community, some sort of, uh, basically just workout buddies. And, you know, when I found out that they were doing this, I was like, Hey, you know what? I'll come do it for free. I'll come help you out because I know that you want people to work out with you. I know that you want, um, some camaraderie early in the morning when you're working out. And I was like, sure, I'll come do that. And, uh, we'll work out together so that, you know, you don't have to work out alone basically. And so the other part of this situation is that Mark has now started uh, his own side business training other people for money and looking back on the situation with Brandon where he's trying to get somebody to come work out with him so we can train them, you know, I really think he was just building his brand, getting a success story under his belt, um, getting practice as a personal trainer so that he could eventually profit off of this later. I don't see any difference between this and the other shady business dealings that Mark is always up to where he's trying to use Brandon to get some sort of uh, testimonial um, advantage that he can advertise to people and sell them on his uh, fitness uh, tools, his marketing, and his personal coaching service that he now offers to people and that he's now uh, making money off of. So, again, I just think this was another money-grabbing move by Mark. So Mark starts calling me a racist again, and to me it's just not a good look. Mark, I think you're projecting a little bit there. You may want to look inwards on this one and you know, see if you've got some issues that you need to deal with um, on your own. But then he brings up one final topic, um, the Canes, infamous Canes supply, where obviously everyone in this league knows what happens. Mark had some sort of connection at Canes that he used to get us a discount so that we could get cheap Canes for draft night two years ago. Um, And Mark is trying to say that this is a charitable move by him that he, you know, by giving the owners of the league a discount on Canes that he is charitable. And so presumably he wouldn't need to donate any money to charity because of this. Well, When you take a step back and you start asking questions, there just seems to be more and more questions that come up when you start asking the initial questions. And that is, and I think this was discussed at the time by league members, is who is this connection that Mark has to Canes? It seemed, you know, very shady when we first were talking about it, and then, you know, you realize, well... The 11 other owners don't have any sort of connection to a catering restaurant that they can just, you know, get a get some sort of deal that will benefit us and, you know, help us save money. But somehow Mark knew a manager at Cane's, don't know what connections he has with them. It seems shady. He wouldn't really tell us what the relationship was, possibly some sort of, you know, convict drug dealer type person who he knows uh, from his past that you know, set him up with this supply and he's, he's claiming this as charitable. And to me, it's just, you know, I don't think that we would have had any issue paying full price for canes. I think he just did this to try to save a buck himself. And, you know, we, we certainly are not the, um, misfortunate people that he thinks that he seems to be helping. So anyways, the investigation is still ongoing. There's obviously a lot to filter through a lot to consider here. And the investigation team is going to continue to ponder. So we'll see what the result is. Hopefully it ends soon. Alright, that went a little longer than I expected. So we'll try to go through the power rankings a little bit quicker this week. Uh, We'll start with number 12. Patrick P., who's been at the bottom of the power rankings for a while now. Still winless. Not much to say here. Pretty much um, run-of-the-mill for the number twelve spot, tough loss last week, very tough. But that's kind of what we've come to expect from this team. At number eleven, we've got Eric J. Moving down two spots from last week. Number nine, after yeah, just uh, another brutal week for this team. They're sitting at one and five, just really not good. Um, this is the danger that you run into when. You draft one of these uh, quarterbacks at their highest value when they have this sort of regression, then it really puts your team in a bind. That combination, Lamar Jackson to um, Mark Andrews, has not been great. It's hit a couple times, but um, one time he got a win and one time, you know, just got unlucky. And he's putting a lot of reliance on that so far. This year, Lamar Jackson is the quarterback 8. That's not getting it done for the draft capital that he used on him. And, yeah, he's just really, his team's not very good. And he's scored under 100 points, I would assume, the most in the league this season by any team. Um, Please, uh, the fact-checking department, check that. But I, I, I think it's pretty safe to say that that's the case. At number 10, I've got myself no change from last week. And yeah, I didn't think that I deserved to move up yet. I think we need to see more from my team before I get the right. Before I earn the right to move up in the power rankings more. Um, you know, I certainly got the benefit of the scheduling this week when it came to the matchup. Uh, but I also took care of business. You know, thirty point blowout has nothing to be ashamed of. And um, yeah, I really like the way my team is looking. We need to take care of business again this week against Isaac uh, in what will be potentially known as the battle for the number 9 spot in this week's Power Rankings. So, like I just mentioned, Isaac is at number 9. He was at number 8 last week, so he's down one spot. And that's after a, a pretty bad beat this week where he lost by over 20 points, but his team scored under 100. It was a winnable game that he had, and his team did not deliver, so I think uh looking forward to his matchup with me this week, it'll be uh a good matchup. Um, Thursday night's already over with, but uh, still looks to be pretty close, pretty even so far, and uh yeah he's he's unfortunately dealing with the injury to Raheem mostert. That's tough, but um this is a big matchup for us, both sitting at two and four. You know, three and four, your season is still definitely alive. Two and five, that's a tough hole to climb out of. So, this is really, when you look at each of our seasons, it's a monster matchup. At number eight, also dropping one spot from number seven last week, we've got like W, who took a loss this week to the fresh Prince of Hell Air, Hell Air. And he didn't really have a chance in this game. Ben P's team went off for 145 points, and his team only scored 105, so it was a pretty pretty big margin of defeat, and even if his team had had a great week, he probably still would have lost. And um, by the way, I just discovered this feature. I knew that you could look at your own schedule, but apparently you can look at other people's schedules also on the sleeper app, so I've got Likes' schedule pulled up here. He started off with a loss, then he got two wins. Uh, was sitting at 2-1 and one until he's now lost three games in a row. And that's tough. Losing three games in a row. He's got another big matchup this week against Mark. Uh, another winning team so far. And um, he really needs to get off this losing streak. Um, because if he doesn't get off the losing streak this week against Mark, he goes up against Griffin the week after that. Also going to be a tough matchup. And... Um, yeah, it's just important that he gets off off the schneid here. But uh, you look at his last three losses, his opponents have scored over 130 points in each matchup. So it's kind of, kind of some bad luck here also in this losing streak. Um, so he's got to be hoping for some good luck this week. And honestly, with the way that Mark's team played last week, he may get it. So at number seven... It's the story of the week. Ben P up four spots from last week. The biggest jump of the week by far. Um, And I'm going to have to take a loss here because I I had this team wrong. At least for now. I had them at number 11 last week. I thought this team was a complete fraud. I thought they were toast. I thought they were done for. I thought they were going to continue to lose. Because the analytics said that they were getting lucky. Um, but they turned it around this week and went off for the highest score of the week. Mr. 145 points, uh, impressive outing for sure. No doubt about it. And because of that luck that he had earlier in the season, he's now three and three, which is prime position to get into the playoffs. Um, he's, if he plays well from here on out, there's no doubt that that could happen. And, um, 3-3 3-3 three three right now is not the worst place to be, that's for sure. So at number 6, we've got Kevin W. No change from last week. He was at number 6 um, last week as well. And I gotta say, I was a little bit insulted by Kevin's comments about the power rankings. About the specifically the accuracy. Um, haven't heard any complaints about the accuracy of the power rankings yet up until this point. And part of me wonders if it's you know directed towards his own team. And I've had him at six a lot of the season. I've had him at six in the in the preseason, but guess what? This team is three and three. They're right in the middle of the standings. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I've been more accurate on this team than on any other team. Um, I think. I think that number six is actually perfect. And you know, I had them dropped down. I think they dropped down to maybe 10 or 11 at one point, but I'm, I've am got the schedule pulled up here which is a fantastic feature for the purpose of these power rankings. I can't believe I just realized that this was a thing, but won the first week, then dropped three in a row. So I'm sure it was after week four that he dropped way down, but guess what? He was one and three at that point. He had lost three games in a row. He deserved to drop, to drop down, and now that he's one back-to-back weeks, he's come back up to right in the middle of the pack. So I definitely think this is an accurate ranking. Um, I don't think that my rankings have been inaccurate by any stretch. But if anybody has an issue with their ranking, feel free to bring it up in the group Me, I would love to defend my rankings. Um, I spend some time preparing and planning, um, taking as many things in, into account as I can. And so I'd be glad to explain myself further on any of these rankings if anyone needs me to so here's the deal with actually the top six spots there was no change from last week so i would say that's a pretty good job of ranking by me pretty accurate um so i just did kevin w at six at five is mark same as last week at four is connor f same as last week At 3 is Alex T, same as last week. At 2 is Griffin F, same as last week. And at number 1 is Alex C, same as last week. Now, i got to make a note. In the podcast show notes last week, it had Griffin and Alex flip-flops. That's because that was the original ranking I had, but I flipped it after the tray that was made later in the week with Patrick. Um, So on the actual podcast, I did have Griffin at number 2, Alex T at number 3. And I'm sticking with that, so we can go through quickly here, these teams, because I've got to get this podcast out, it's now 3 o'clock on Saturday, if I don't finish it now, I'm never going to finish it. So, number 5, Mark, took a terrible loss last week, Uh, Derrick Henry scored over 40 points, and he still didn't even put up 100 points, that's pretty embarrassing, Um, so certainly not the performance he was looking for to move up in the rankings, but the total uh, body of work for the season. I didn't feel like he should move down at all after this bad week, so he's staying at number five. At number four is Connor F., who got a big win over Mark, basically proved that he belonged above him. So that's staying there, but at the same time, I didn't feel like uh, sitting at four and two, that Connor deserved to move up above any of the division leaders so far. Um, I think his team is just as talented as theirs, but they've got an extra win and they're leading their divisions. So I think connor has got a little bit more work to do before he moves up, but I think he's in that same kind of tier as those top teams. Um, and then with the top three, they're all now tied at 5-1. and one. Um, But again, I didn't see anything this week that made me want to Change that standing so you've got Alex T at number three he barely squeaks out a win over Patrick by less than a single point and listen he took care of business he got the job done he got the win but I can't say that it was super impressive um, but still he got the job done didn't take the loss um, Griffin same kind of deal won by 20 points put up 110 you know took care of business against the other scrub these teams again they took care of business against Patrick and Eric so uh they did what they needed to do but Griffin gets a 20 point win there um uh, but certainly didn't blow up and score a ton of points either and then Cook uh scores 92 gets blown out by 30 tough loss but not one that uh we didn't see coming and um definitely had some mismanagement as I spoke to uh, in the group me with his running backs you know he had his two best players probably Kamara and Russell Wilson on by so we knew that this was going to be a tough scoring week for him and that was the case but I mean the only other issue was that Melvin Gordon was ruled out later in the week but I mean talk about no depth at running back if anybody gets an injury or anything. I mean, he's going to have a big hole in his roster. So, um, you know, plus on top of that, now that Philip Lindsay's back, it'll eat into Melvin Gordon's workload a little bit, so he won't be quite as good. So, yeah, the running back depth is definitely a concern there, but I'd like to see him have another bad performance, maybe take another loss before I move him off of the number one spot because he's been dominant for most of the season and um but again I still think that those three teams plus Connor those are the the top contenders right now if I had to rank my contenders those would be uh those would be the four teams that I would pick so that's it for the power rankings this week um got them out pretty late here in the week but hopefully you have a chance to listen if you disagree with your ranking feel free to uh bring it up in the group me and I will gladly defend myself And don't think there's anything else. Hopefully Alex Cook steps up to the plate next week and delivers on his promised power rankings. So, yeah, nothing else. I'm out.